Welcome back to another episode of Move the Chains. We're coming off a big win on Thursday night over the New York football giants. Uh, we have a lot to talk about, but before I go any further, with me as always is my buddy Alex. Alex, what's going on? What up, Sean? 3-0. Feels good, man. A good, solid win again. Yeah, Alex, I mean, look, like I said, it's a Thursday night home opener. Uh, short week. Yeah, I, All the cliches can be thrown out there. You know, any given Sunday or any given Thursday at this point. <laughs> I'm glad our boys were ready for the Giants. You know, I know they didn't have Saquon Barkley playing. Uh, and I know we didn't get to do an episode. It was a short week for everybody. So uh, we're coming at you guys now just to summarize what happened on, on that Thursday night. Uh, but, yeah, look, hey, I've always been one to say this. If you're an old-school, long-term Niner fan, you know, the teams that we hate or, you know, we have history and a blood rivalry with, the Giants are one of them. You know, Packers, Cowboys, Giants. These are teams that, if they didn't exist, you know, we've had we've had probably 15 Super Bowls. So anytime, and look, and for those of you, I'd look, I feel like now we're even saying that we're a little older by talking about 2011 because that's been so long now, 12 years ago. You know, any Niner fan should know exactly what I'm talking about: the NFC Championship game, uh, rainy candlestick, and Kyle Williams' fumble punts. So yeah, there's there's a lot more history than that, but we're not here to talk about that today. Uh, you know, uh, unless we really want to change the tone of the of today's episode, but no, no, hey, it's uh, look, it's an NFL team that you know I mean, they've just come back hell from you know a big uh, deficit against Arizona, who coincidentally we are playing. So you know we we got a comfortable win. We're gonna break it down here in a little bit, but uh, we are three and zero. Kind of quickly a little around the league, uh, the Cowboys again. Like I said, we're upset by the Cardinals. So they are undefeated no longer. Alex, I know you have some thoughts on the Cowboys losing anytime they lose. Dude, I, I love it. I, f- I feel like I'm I'm like uh, Stephen A. Smith. I love it when the Cowboys lose anytime. <laughs> I, it was it. Uh, it was a. Uh, I think it was a 1 p.m. game. So it wasn't Sunday night football, but it was a 1 p.m. game. So it was one of those that I caught, and I I was shocked when I saw the uh, the yeah. scoreboard. But um, hey, man, hats off to the Cardinals. They played a tough game. They did. They did. Yeah, and we have a lot more to come about the Cardinals, of course. But. Oh, yeah, definitely. But um, Niners were 3-0, um, Dolphins are 3-0, and the Philadelphia Eagles won today. We're recording this on Monday. They beat the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, Baker Mayfield. So they're so they're now 3-0. So th- really one of three teams in the NFL very early. Usually there's a few more yeah, hanging around in the undefeated. Uh, you know, it's, it's funny. There's either – I feel like there's years where – you know, there's three or four teams that make it to five, six, and oh. You know, then there's other years. I think there was one year where nobody made it to four and oh. Yeah, you know, it's, it's it just it's uh depends on the season and how things shake out. Yeah. But yeah, hey, another thing to mention, our boy Mike McDaniel, uh down in Miami, like he said, three and oh. Seventy points. Let me repeat that for those <laughs> of you who maybe didn't watch. Seventy uh in an NFL game. I and mean, I think NBA teams have had games where they didn't score that. 
<laughs> Dude, so yeah, it's uh, ridiculous. It's like Madden. <laughs> it's 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 a, it's a Madden scoreboard. Oh man, seventy to twenty. Right. Yeah, it's like, hey, Broncos country, how's the how's that working out for you, Mister Unlimited? Mister, <laughs> <laughs> I think it was uh, Broncos country. Let's cry. Uh, <laughs> Russell Wilson did not look good. I, I, I caught a, a little bit of that press conference, and he still had his uh, shoulder pads on, red oh, eyes, uh, watery eyes. So I think they had a, a crying session. But uh, that's tough. I would say let's let's give it more time. Sean Payton, Russell Wilson. This is the third game. Let's give it a little yeah, more time and and, uh, and and see what's going on there. But so far, it's uh, so far the uh, Seattle Seahawks. I mean, that's another another team for this for this around the league segment is. Seattle Seahawks, man, two and one. They're right underneath us, nipping at our heels. They didn't look good in Week One against the Rams, but yeah, they put up they put up thirty seven points two weeks in a row now. An overtime win against Detroit, and now thirty seven against the Panthers. You know, so hey, they're they're clicking offensively. Um, maybe this is just me, but would you say, Sean, that the Seattle Seahawks are not as annoying? Um, you know, with Geno Smith versus when they had Russell Wilson. I think when they had yeah, Russell Wilson yeah, and Pete Carroll. Yeah. I mean, Pete Carroll still has his, his fucking, you know, rah-rah cheerleader bullshit. All the wooing on the sideline and the, the dancing around. It's like, dude, get it together. I would say you're a grown-ass man, but you're a fucking geriatric 70-year-old at this point. You're not even a grown-ass man anymore. I just it, – it goes back to, for me uh, – it, there's been games where you know they were rubbing us, running the score up on us, and you see them out there cheering around. But really, you go back to the fail Mary against Green Bay when the referees ruled touchdown and they reviewed it. And after when the referee comes in reviewing the play, blah blah, the ruling on the field stands, and you see him standing there and go woo, you know, he's, he's cheering, pumping his fist. It's like, dude, you know, you just got away with the call bullshit call of the century. You know, just take the win and get off the field. You're right, though. They, they they are a little less annoying without. Yeah. I, I without appreciate Russell. their efficiency. Yeah. I appreciate what they did. Yeah. Uh, smart trade, trading away Russell Wilson, and knowing yeah. that Geno Smith can provide that consistent quarterback play that can just string along plays together. You know, create yeah. first downs and 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 score. I mean, 37 points. Shit, we haven't scored 37 points. We've been scoring right. 30 points 30. three straight games in a row, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we mentioned Eagles undefeated. They they're looking good. Uh, Rams were a little surprising. I know they fell today to the Bengals, but well, actually, hold on. let's back up. The Eagles, honestly, um, I, they they're winning, but something's not quite there. You know, and, and we've seen all three of their games now. Uh, they were nationally televised week one, and uh, week last week was Thursday night, and then today they played on on uh, Monday night. So. You know, they, they haven't had that statement win yet, but I'll tell you one thing they're doing. They're running the ball incredibly well. Uh, they've had, I think, three drives now already this year of 10 minutes plus. Oof, wow. That is, that's unreal. I mean, they they ran the ball right down Minnesota's throats, and they did the same thing tonight versus Tampa. So, I mean, look, I, I, I know eventually, you know, they, get, they, they put up some points a little bit, especially later in the game to close it out. But, yeah, they're not quite hitting like they were last year, you know. Yeah, so they started off red hot last year. So we'll, I mean, we'll see. Okay, we'll keep an eye on that. We're gonna just keep keep the, you know, set the tone for every every time we we chat. Just um, you know, by letting everyone know what that whole situation is. Because look, the bottom line is, you want to win a championship, you're gonna need home field advantage, right? Yeah, it yeah, starts for here sure. for sure. But right now, we are looking like 
the number one team in the NFL, rightfully so. We have been very right. consistent. And I'll tell you, I used, I used to think that was a little bit of a jinx, or a, not a jinx, maybe like a little added pressure. You don't want players to buy into the headlines. But, you know, with the way things are now with social media and everything, I, you know, I, 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 I doubt it's going to get to their heads. No, no, these are right. all veteran players. Multiple yeah, veteran players coming back. Yeah, we have, uh, yeah, I mean, you can say Justin Hargrave, all these players are coming back from NFC Championship game. They're, uh, they have the right state of mind. Um, but let's talk about this uh, this Giants um, comfortable win. I mean, uh, Giants were close. They, they, they kept it close. Uh, like 17-12 is where a lot of fans are getting a yeah. little antsy, saying what's going on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then yeah. we started to uh, we we uh, we broke off. I think it was a Debo. Yeah. Was that the the touchdown that got us to twenty seven? Uh, that was the one that yeah. That, well, that's one that put us at thirty uh, to close it out. Oh, okay, gotcha. So it was twenty three, then it, it went to yeah. thirty. Gotcha. Yeah, so we were seventeen twelve. Then we kicked two field goals, two long drives. And I will say one thing: anyone who's listening to us, you know, I have a complete disdain for field goals. I always look at field goals as leaving four on the field, not three on the board. Yeah. So, and I'll tell you that the, I think one reason why fans, like I just said about Philly, something isn't quite clicking. Uh, some fans are saying that about us. Some analysts are saying that about the Niners. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty you sure. You know, that despite, despite the dominance on the stat sheet and in several key categories, right? I mean, hell, time of possession for one. We had the ball for 40 minutes, technically 39 and 10 seconds, but we had the ball for two-thirds of the entire game, and we doubled them in time of possession. Yeah. So when you do that, I think – you're thinking we should have 35, 38, 41 points, right? So I think the fact that we've had 30, 30, 30 in all three games so far, it's a little telling, right? It means we're not converting on some key opportunities. Mm-hmm. And when you play a team like Miami that's putting up 70 <laughs> or the Chiefs, who you know will score touchdowns, they don't settle for field goals, uh, it's very important you know, to convert those opportunities. Right, those need to be touchdowns. If even two of those, one of those is a touchdown, right? We're sitting there at thirty-four, and we're having a different conversation because that thirty-four looks that much better than thirty, right? A player we haven't mentioned, uh, we mentioned him in the uh, in the preseason, but we we have failed to mention him yet in the regular season, and uh, we can't wait any longer. Is is our kicker, a rookie kicker, Jake Moody? He has been. He's what is he? Hundred percent, nine for nine. Yep. Uh, nine, for nine. All his extra points have been have been going through. Game one against the Steelers, I was panicking. I mean, not panicking, <laughs> but I was worried, especially for that fifty-seven yard uh, yeah. long field goal. But he's been. I mean, you said it, Sean, off air. I mean, this guy's Jake Money. You know, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna start changing his, uh, his uh, jersey. <laughs> But I'm loving this guy. He's 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 making me forget about uh, Robbie Gold, man. I I, I really I, personally personally I did not like Robbie Gold. I felt that a kicker should not be giving a team this much drama. I felt like every season he was crying about going back to Chicago, uh, or there was you know more money or whatever the reason was. But yeah. I'm loving this rookie kicker, man, Jake Moody. Yeah, I, I agree. He, he dispelled a lot of my concerns I had early on. Yeah, you know, like I said, that preseason. Was uh, it wasn't good? We all know that it's been well documented. But yeah, I think, like I said, we mentioned before the Pittsburgh episode, that's that stadium, that field is one of the most challenging for kickers. Uh, it's not an easy surface, just the way their grass grows and the wind, all the different factors. It's not an easy field to kick. So three for three there, three for three. Of course, indoors versus the Rams, uh, or I should say, um, uh, at Levi's South <laughs> down in Inglewood. <laughs> 
And of course, you're back home three for three. Yeah. Uh, you know, aside from that, uh, you know, hey, Brandon Ayuk was out. That's one thing to look at going forward. Injured his, uh, it was a shoulder, right? Yeah. I wish they said neck. Uh, what I read was they said that he was cleared to play and it was up to them whether he wanted to kind of play through pain yeah. or not. I think on a short week, it was a good call. Good call. This is Keep a mini buy. This, this is the, the, the players like right. to refer refer to this as a mini buy. It's a mini buy. So that way, he not only gets to sit out, but you know, along with the rest of the guys, uh, you know, they have ten days to get ready for the next game, right? But hey, in his absence, Debo had a good game. Uh, Ronnie Bell, shout out, our rookie, had his first catch, which was a touchdown. And Alex, you mentioned great awareness to get both feet down. Great you awareness. You can tell he actively was. You see that so often when a receiver is not aware. You know where they are on the field, or, or you know, start getting those two feet down. And uh, Jennings, he had a couple of big catches early on. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Debo had those uh, runs. I thought you were loving it when he carried a couple of giants and just would not go down. Yeah, there was one uh, easily, easily from the first contact and an additional 15, 20 yards. Yeah, classic Debo. And uh, again, like I said, Niners Giants. You know, before our time a little bit, but you know, I'm the type of fan that I've gone and. You know, done, done my homework as far as our history. Uh, Al Michaels even mentioned on the broadcast in the '80s it was Mark Bavaro, Giants tight end. He mentioned the play, and then they played it. They played it on the broadcast where he dragged like four Niner players for ten yards, Oof. Uh, including one Ronnie Lott. So that was uh, one of those historic plays, kind of like when Kittle did it in New Orleans a couple of years, uh, three, four yeah. years ago now. Was at the twenty? It was the twenty nineteen season. Yeah, twenty nineteen that shootout we had against Drew Brees. Yeah, what a play! So it was a similar kind of kind of play to that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Purdy, uh, solid game, three hundred yards, two touchdowns, and the key one here is no turnovers. And uh, if anyone watched the Sunday Night Football Raiders versus uh, who the Steelers. fuck they play <laughs> Steelers Raiders versus yeah. the Steelers. I think Jimmy Jimmy had two two maybe three interceptions, but the last interception just last one was a garbage killed. time. Yeah, right? uh, it was garbage can, but it just it's it's the, the reason why you know he's not with us anymore. It's the reason why Trey Lance is with the Dallas Cowboys. Is just Purdy doesn't turn the ball over. He's very consistent. He did have a fumble with the Steelers week one, but he was able to recover that fumble, and that was against. Uh, potentially another defensive um, title, defensive player of the year title, uh, TJ Watt. That's but, right. Um, yeah. Man, solid, man. Solid solid quarterback well, play from Purdy. You know, the one thing that you mentioned, Jimmy G, right? And I mean, not to, we're not going to dwell on him too much, but one thing I want to point out, when he would drop back on schedule, meaning, you know, Kyle calls his plays where the footwork is tied to the, to the routes. So on a five-step drop, you can look at it, it's one, two, three, four, five. When that back foot hit and he fired, it usually was either a, a good play, a completion, maybe a short one, but it was rarely a bad play. When his back foot would hit and you would see him sort of bail out, that's when trouble would would happen, right? Turnovers, interceptions, uh, balls thrown too high, uh, taking a sack that he didn't feel coming for whatever reason, right? With Brock, he has these moments where you know it's not there. Whatever play is called. Maybe the defense, you know, they're covering well. Pressure's coming. He never panics in that situation where you're thinking, oh, you know, like it's, it's going to be a disaster of a play. Sometimes he's even able to roll out, buy some time, and, and make a play out of it downfield. 
I, I know. I, I don't know. I haven't seen the the extended film yet from this game, but I know he did that a few times in Pittsburgh, where you know, he made a play that wasn't there. And I, I couldn't help but stop say, and I love Jimmy G. Don't be wrong. This is not a, you know, we're not bashing anyone today. But I would say, hey, any other guy in the pocket right now that would have been a sack, versus of eighteen yard completion and an extended drive, right? So yeah, big up. That's like probably the quietest three hundred yard game I've ever seen. Or you might have thought he had 180 yards passing based on the way people were complaining, but hey, 300 yards. Yeah, and also his yards per attempt are uh, uh, they're increasing throughout throughout uh, throughout these games. So that's, that's a positive. Right. He's getting his confidence back. Um, how, more how about rhythm. that deep ball to Debo? Yeah, that's one th- one thing you mentioned, right. Sean. Is we we don't we didn't get a lot of that. Week one we had that deep ball to Ayuk uh, on Patrick yeah. Peterson. Uh, yeah. And then this one was to Debo. Uh, Debo did a good job having the inside leverage with the uh, with the corner, and then he busted it out to the to the outside. And and then Purdy just yeah, placed the, the ball. Shoulder. Yeah, back shoulder. Purdy just yeah. placed it right where it needed to be. And it's more of a let let Debo be Debo and uh, catch the ball. Let him be a receiver. That's why you're paying him what nineteen million a year. He but, had one uh, other one other beautiful throw to McCaffrey right at the pylon. And uh, it was just a great play by the Giants defender. I forget his name right now, but he just knocked the ball out. But and he saw McCaffrey go, "Damn, like I should have had that." Yeah, yeah. But you know, that was another beautiful pass. So hey, honestly, look for a guy coming off surgery. You know, he's still just what in his eighth start now. All right, eight no in the regular season with him. <laughs> yeah, so. dude. It's crazy, right? So crazy. Not even a full six. Not even a full seventeen games under his belt. Right. He's getting there though. Uh, that sample size is there. Yeah, I mean, the house of McCaffrey, we also got a shout-out, Christian, CMC. He had another awesome game. And he's now tied Jerry Rice for 12th straight game with a touchdown. And nice. we're talking, that is rich history with the 49ers, especially when it comes to offense. Yeah. So anytime you tie Jerry Rice with a record, you're doing something very well. So True. Um, and he hasn't, same as Purdy, he has not really been with the team for a whole 16, he 17. He has not, no, yeah. So. Uh, and for anyone who uh, doubted the trade, yeah, do me a favor and join those guys in line who wanted to fire Kyle Shanahan, which also uh, was not to mention as well, John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan both received extensions over the weekend. True, yes. Uh, like I said, he should be a lifer as long as he wants to be here. For sure. This is a good job for Kyle. Defensively, uh, what number stands out? 150 yards of total offense for the Giants. You know, they didn't have a lot of sustained drives. I know, you know, 12 points, had a touchdown, two field goals. We did have some penalties that extended drives. It was the PI. It was the, you know, uh, it happens. We'll clean that up. But overall, they couldn't move the ball much, you know. Uh, I, I You heard Kirk Herbstreit on the broadcast saying, hey, they need to try to make a big play because they're not going to be able to dink and dunk and move the ball downfield because we were just eat, eating them right up. You know, Hargrave, like you mentioned, huge impact. Huge and uh, Bosa finally got on the board of the sack. I thought that was a safety at first, but yeah, he was tackled backwards from the from the uh, yeah forward progress. Forward but, but hey, big ups to the defense, man. That was a solid performance. After I know a lot of a lot of negative media after the Rams game, so no, I'm loving it, man. Um, we're not. Let, let's let's put it this way: we we have not hit our stride yet we are still yeah. working on that we're still t- uh tweaking a few things but um just and just uh, gina uh like i think you mentioned you know, arizona uh it's funny because 
the Giants lost to Arizona, who we are now playing. And, you know, Arizona, that's, that's our matchup coming up, right? And, of course, Arizona's coming off a big win versus Dallas, who we played in two weeks. So, <laughs> it's weird little coincidence there. But, hey, no overlooking any team, you know. Moving on to Arizona here, everyone wrote them off as being the worst team in football. I know they're one and two. There's, you know, they don't have a great record, but hey, they had a they had a big lead on the Giants, and they had a fourth quarter lead against uh, the Redskins or whatever the fuck they are this week. Uh, <laughs> they can easily be three and zero. You know, that's a team that can easily be three and zero if a couple of their balls bounce their way. And not only did they beat Dallas, I think they really they punched them in the mouth. No, they did. They did punch yeah. him in the mouth. I'm liking this. Jonathan uh, Cannon, he was Philadelphia's defensive coordinator, uh, which uh, makes sense why he was able to, uh, you know, kind of get into uh, Dak Prescott's head and, and really pressure him most of the game. Uh, I think uh, right. Dallas was in the red zone four times, and they got one touchdown out of four. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm that gonna, pick, yeah. the pick that, that Prescott there in the end. You see the defender? They showed him. You can read his lips. He said, you're a bum. <laughs> But yeah, man, Jonathan Gannon, man, I, I, I like this guy. This is somebody that we're going to have to uh, maybe worry about uh, in the upcoming seasons with uh, with the yeah, Arizona I Cardinals. I mean, he's part of this whole new school movement with coaches. I, I know Cliff Kingsbury was as well, but Cliff Kingsbury was, I mean, you know, he was the quarterback himself at Texas Tech for years, right? And then he kind of worked his way up. You know, but I'm talking about the whole analytics stuff, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, like, Kyle being, I mean, he's not really a younger guy anymore. It's, well, he's been here seven years now. He was, he was, what, 39 when he got hired. Now he's into his 40s. Uh, when I say younger, I mean, you know, these these other guys have come up since. I mean, they'll, they'll go forward on fourth down in a heartbeat, right? I mean, the Eagles last year, of course, like we said, Gannon comes from Philadelphia. You know, he was the defensive coordinator there. So they very much believe in that whole philosophy of, you know, whatever the analytics tell you, go for it, right? Don't, don't bother. Fourth down, go for it. Right. And again, I know that's one thing we've talked about with the Niners that we wish maybe they did uh, more. So that's one thing to look out for, especially when you're playing a team that quote unquote is the underdog or, you know, we're the better team, right? You definitely want to look out for that. They have nothing to lose. It's a division rivalry. Uh, and you know, it's funny. They've given us a lot of problems. They have. You know, I mean, his, early on, you know, we re- realigned the divisions in 2002. Niners pretty much had the Cardinals number outside of a couple of years with Kurt Warner. Uh, but it was eight straight losses from 2015 to 2018. So two year, two, every year it was two losses, 15, 16, 17, and 18. And then we beat them for a couple of years. And then again, they got us uh, in 2020 in the opener in Levi's that COVID year when it was empty. And then, um, and then 2020, uh, sorry, there was a James Conner game. Remember when he went, went off for three touchdowns? Colt McCoy and you know it looks like we finally we got them last year but they've always given us some problems yeah man I'm going to be looking out for James uh, Conrad the running back Uh, Hopkins is with Tennessee that's looking a little sad over there I know Murray's injured Uh, uh, Joshua Dobbs did he come from the Steelers Joshua Dobbs was he back he was with Tennessee okay Remember, he played that game on Thursday night against um, against Dallas. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a late it was a late season Thursday night game. Yeah, actually, no, sorry, you're right. He did play for um, Steelers, right? Uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I yep. think he was probably drafted by by them. But um, 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, other than that, I know that they had their uh, that linebacker that was supposed to be the uh, the Kittle killer, but we traded him. They traded him to the Giants, I think. Oh, uh, Isaiah, Isaiah Simmons. Simmons. Yeah. yeah. They um, still have uh, Buda Baker, who you got to look out for him. No matter what you're doing. Uh, but yeah, defensively, the Cardinals look like they're you know not even middle of the pack. They look like they're sort of bottom third in just about every category. You know, they've given up 439 yards to Giants, 416 yards to the Cowboys, but the Cowboys kicked three field goals. You know, they had uh, 16 points. Yeah. Right. And uh, again, so that's, that's going to be one thing. Key to the game is going to be do not, you know, settle for uh, field goals. We're going to have to get touchdowns. Execute our game. You know, it's, it's going to sound as cliche as possible, uh, as, as possible. Run the ball. Don't have any turnovers. All right. It's a it's a big game. Look, we're at home for a couple weeks now. Right. We don't have to go anywhere. We have we had the home game against the Giants, and now we have Arizona, and uh, and then of course the big showdown coming up with the Cowboys. So, you know, I mean, I, that's, uh, that's that's do not overlook them. I I personally think I got I say thirty one to ten is my prediction. Okay. Okay, so we're gonna crack that thirty. We're gonna crack. We're gonna surprise yeah, we're thirty gonna, this week. Break through that. Yep. Uh, I like it. I like the 30, 31, 10. Uh, James Conner's a little scary. A little scary. I'll say. I'll say. Um, mm, yeah, I'll say uh, thir- 31, 31, 31. I'll give him another touchdown. Thirty-one seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Yeah. 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 But uh, we should. We should be four zero after this. And uh, basically get ready for that showdown, like you mentioned, John, against the Cowboys. That's going to be a fun one. I think that's Sunday night football. So that's that is, yeah. That's uh, we get to hear Chris Collinsworth uh, <laughs> down by the Niners every chance he gets. He's still a bitter about those two Super Bowl losses to the, the Bengals. With the Bengals. <laughs> yeah. Now here's a guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool, man. I think that's going to do it for us. Um, yeah, about it for today. Quick episode. Yeah, man. Yeah, we're, 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 big win against the Giants. Bring on the Cardinals. Yeah, and uh, let's. Uh, more importantly, we can move to two and zero in the division. Yeah, that's that's another key stat. Ooh. Seahawks are zero and one, of course, with the loss of the Rams. So yeah, division wins matter head to head. No, that's true. Yeah, man. Well, we're looking good, man. No injuries, no major injuries. Um, we're we're just gonna continue to get better and. Uh, We'll see how the season goes. But, yeah, I think that's going to do it. Um, Any final thoughts? Uh, No, that's it for me. Cool. All right, Faithful, take care. Take it easy, guys.